You are now tuning into Goddess Culture with Jordan and Shanice. Welcome back, Goddess Culture. Can you believe it? Episode 43. Wow. Yeah. We've been gone for like a week. Um, oh. <laughs> if I was being, about to tell okay, if we're going to be honest, like a month, two months, our three last, months? Our last episode, I think, was the last weekend of July. Four months? No, July, August. Oh. September. Oh, July. So two months. But you know what? We just we can justify it because we had our first goddess getaway. Yes. And that that took up all of August. Yeah. Like that took all of August. And then September, we just needed a break. Like last year we yeah. took a break all of August. This time we didn't get to take a break July. in August. So was it? Yeah. Well, we didn't get to take a break this summer. Uh, we so. didn't. And we've been working hard. Super hard. And then school also started back. Right. And then, like, Jordan has to go away for work. I have to go away for work. Then a lot of stuff. Like, this whole next couple of months. Yeah. It's about to be so intense. Yeah. For me, until, like, January. Like, November to, well, end of October to January is going to be crazy. Yeah. Pretty much. Till I feel like it doesn't calm down until, like, after New Year's. Yeah. Because you have Thanksgiving, then my birthday, which is a holiday. <laughs> then it's Christmas. And then, you know, yeah. everything that and goes on in the holidays. Yeah. And then for my job, like, my where the facet of my, like, my company that I work for, in essence, almost operates like a gym, kind of. So, like, you know how everybody's, like, all super about fitness and health. Oh, sorry. How people are all, like, on top of, like, their health and stuff at the beginning of January. Right. So, yeah, I have to do a lot of work surrounding that no yeah like exactly. city center those weeks where i'm staying at work all, right. all of december oh, i yeah. stay at work madly basically we're booked and busy <laughs> super, booked and super busy. booked and busy and goddess culture wasn't on the back burner or anything but we kind of had to put it to the side because you know we like to give everything a hundred percent and we were at like negative three percent and we so. also have to make money so yeah, and we're yeah and we're poor like yeah. to be honest like I didn't want to become an adult. I actually Mm-mm. didn't even ask to get here. At all. So I don't know why I have to pay bills or do anything like that. Yeah. Feels up to me. I would still be floating around in the ether. Like, I wouldn't even. I would have been chilling. <laughs> I was probably like a, one of those sperms who was in there like, well, I'm about to. I'm next. Like, I'm about to Over get eager. <laughs> Super eager. Like, I should have stayed right in. I was in the ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the balls <laughs> i should have stayed there and just minded my business but whatever right. anyways <laughs> we're back and we missed you guys and i need this because this is like my therapy so yeah. i can't wait to tell you guys all my business i know i was excited when we did the poll on instagram and people were like bitch come back yeah no yeah. people have been on in our dms like all right this one girl every time we take a break she'd be yeah. like oh my god can't wait for the next episode <laughs> What are you doing? I appreciate you. No, I really do. I really do. Because if no one was paying attention, I'd be like, you know what? Let's yeah. just take another month. Yeah. So yeah, definitely, we appreciate you for holding us all accountable. Yeah. And yeah. So getting into the news, <laughs> um, I, I feel like most of it is negative. So I want to lead with the good stuff. Um, I'm not like a, I don't watch TV all the time, but when I watch TV, I watch TV and I really get into it. So I just want to welcome back Grey's Anatomy and I'm shouting it out because you know my girl Shonda wrote it. So 
Grey's Anatomy's back. This Is Us is back. And I need to watch uh, Napoli Ever After. How to Get Away with Murder is back. Oh, it sure is. And what else? There's a new show called Manifest. It's white-ish. A lot of white people. But yeah. it's very interesting. Oh, and A Million Little Things. That's a new one. Yeah, there's so many shows out. Yeah. There is. Get y'all TV on. Yeah, and I randomly decided, this isn't really news, but I randomly decided like last week to watch um, America's Next Top Model from season one. And they were ruthless back then. Janice oh was yeah, a, Janice was a bitch. She was like, "Yeah, she's too fat." Really? Yeah, I have not seen like like you know if you look back now to yeah. watch it. TV used to be very interesting, ruthless. Um, but anyway, news. Um, so I'll start with the Judge Kavanaugh case. Um, basically, there's this white man who, um, Donald, of course, he's a Republican who Donald Trump wants to be the new Supreme Court justice uh, nominee and. A woman has stepped forward to basically say that he sexually assaulted her back when they were in high school. Um, And then after her, I guess like a couple other people came forward and said he did that too. So basically there was a, I don't know if it's a hearing, a trial, I don't really know what you call this thing. It was a meeting to see if this guy was really, um, you know, if the accusations were real. And I want to start by saying I always lead with believing the victim because I never want there to be a time where, let's say, my family or even me, I'm sexually assaulted and I go to tell someone, people are like, are you sure? What did you do to make him, you know, touch you inappropriately? Or he didn't do that, you know? So I tried to lead with believing the victim first. And um, regardless of if he did it or not, which I believe he did, but regardless of if he did or not, I think the way he displayed himself um, in front of the senators and in front of the people who were hearing his side of the story proved to me that this man doesn't have the gall. He doesn't have the self-control to be a Supreme Court justice, because when you do that, you really have to reach across the aisle on a lot of um, important decisions. And you have to hear people's sides and you have to still conduct yourself as a freaking Supreme Court justice, as somebody who sits on the bench in the highest court of the land. And he showed his ass so mm. i really hope that they find somebody else and really i'll be honest and this is this may be a little fucked up however if there's a question raised about someone um being accused of sexual assault and you want them to be a judge i feel like all, if y'all have to do an fbi investigation into a man that y'all are trying to get on the bench i think y'all should probably just pick somebody else yeah you know because yeah. like what about your character is making someone accuse you right if you you know what i'm saying right like the fact that you're even that they even have to exactly and i get it because people are gonna be like what if he didn't really do it or what about people who didn't really do it you know it sucks for them but you also have to think like what position am i putting myself in when i want to be a supreme court justice if i want to be the president of the united states obviously that doesn't care that doesn't matter anymore but like yeah anybody you have to carry yourself a certain way when you want to have a certain reputation when you want to have a certain like job you know what i'm saying absolutely I, that's why i pick and choose my jobs very wisely Wisely, you know what i'm saying because yeah. my social media is a little risque i can't be out here talking about you know i couldn't be like to me i think i could never marry a pastor oh yeah that's something i said a long time ago my mouth is foul yeah um I'm, i like I my booty, body i like booty shorts yeah i like my body like it's it's just a few things that I think being a representative a representative of the church I wouldn't do a good job yeah. with that so I wouldn't ask, and I wouldn't yeah and know? I wouldn't even do it I wouldn't even try to like embarrass anybody exactly. or like play the church or nothing exactly. so I just you know play my role yeah um 
Bill Cosby's sentence. Yeah. So he was he was convicted a while ago, like a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. So this isn't like new news, but he was sentenced recently to three to ten years. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's interesting because I've heard so many point of views, like to the point where I'm at the point where I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Like on the far left side, I have my grandma who's like, he did it. He, he did, did it. that shit. Whatever they said he sh- did, he did that shit. Yes, whatever they said he did, he did it. And then I have on the other side, like a lot of more of like my millennial friends who are saying like, who are bringing up conspiracy theories and who are telling me like interesting things. So I'm mm-hmm. like all really confused on like my exact feeling on the Bill Cosby case. But just in general, it's a sad situation. I just saw this thing because I'm like, I, I'm one of those people who's like, I love the Cosby show and I like love the legacy of Bill Cosby. But that is a show, you know? Yeah. And even though no matter how much I love like what it stood for and stuff like that, if the man who was behind it did some fucked up stuff. That's why I said like I always like I just lead with the victim. You know what I'm saying? Do I think that every single person who came out and said he did something to them, he did? No, because I feel mm-hmm. like. It's it gained traction and it's easy to jump in like, oh, I was a victim too. He but, touched my arm inappropriately, whatever. But I do think when there's smoke, there's fire. And but they said he was trying to buy NBC and this could be all like, they didn't want a black man to have like that much power. Yeah. To own anything that big. Like that's huge. That, so they all, they, they brought out all these theories. And if you look at most of the women, they're all women. Caucasian yeah. women. You know what I'm saying? And I mean... He was all he was found guilty of like ninety five percent, and then that one person who from two thousand and four mm-hmm. came up and said that this, and that's where he really got sentenced to and three to ten years off of yeah. was I that just, case. And it's just like it seems like a little strange. And I don't want to be like victim bashing, like that's not what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. I get it, some things happen to women, and you don't want to speak up at that very moment. But forty, fifty years. No, Later. I think I think how it like came to be, like people speaking I mean, I, I have my own reservations about how people chose to disclose this information. But when there's there's records of him paying people off, of him yeah. settling cases. So yeah. that to me that says like I've done this shit before. Right. So when other people accuse you of it, it's not far off to be like, he might have did that shit. You right. know what I'm saying? Um but here my opinion is listen, if I don't care if I was raped when I was 10 and I'm 75 and then I choose to speak on it, I don't care how old that nigga is. I want him under the jail. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, and, you, but that didn't bring him under the jail. That just diminished his character. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, it led to, you know what I'm saying? Like people coming out, coming forward, it led to it. But all I care about at the end of this is because how it happened, it happened. I don't, I don't celebrate it. I don't celebrate him going to jail. Right. Nor do I celebrate like... If he had gotten off, nor would I have celebrated that because in the midst of that, somebody got hurt in the process. I just think that if we're going to bury him under the jail, like, because at this point, he's he's old, he's probably going to die there or once he's going to get a year, get out and die soon. But everybody needs to Harvey Weinstein. I mean, there are people who are literally making women Donald Trump give them fellatio in their offices in order to get a fucking job. Like, there are white men who people came forward like, yeah, like people told me to wear a trench coat at work because he would assault me when i got a job like when they were talking about the whole weinstein stuff they're like when you work in the weinstein offices people would come in for interviews they would tell the women wear a trench coat like this thing should be locked up too and i just don't like the fact that we're about to allow a supreme court justice to be on 
the bench and there's a question about him sexually assaulting a woman yet we're pulling out shit from cosby from that's 1970 what, whatever and yeah. he's now in jail and that's at 80 years old that's really the whole point of that whole thing is like we're going do it, so do it to hard everybody. yeah let's be consistent that's how i feel that's how i feel because i just i just know if it was me even if it was 40 years later and i came out i want his ass underneath the jail so do it to everybody if we're taking sexual assault serious yeah. take it serious absolutely that's it I feel like, and I, I don't want to put like a timeline on when people should ever feel like they're ready to talk about something, depending on how they feel. But if you if you can save someone else's life, like if something happened to you and you can, you know, speak up about it, you know, when you're ready, you could prevent maybe it happening to other people. Mm-hmm. And like, it's a difficult conversation. It's difficult to think about too. But like, I just think for myself, you know, at a young age, probably like. 12 to like 20 18 i probably wouldn't speak about anything and i probably don't even think about things that you know are touchy back then Mm -hmm. but like at this age now like i feel like it's like my duty if something happens to me or i see something that's wrong or i see something that's not right i have to say something because that person could be doing it to someone else Mm -hmm. and it's all not always just one victim or it's not always just you and Maybe you can help someone else or be like that voice or that light to like help people feel comfortable to like share the situations they've gone through. Mm -hmm. And for those, oh, sorry, go ahead. Last thing, if Bill Cosby did it, send him to jail. Like I'm not even like obsessed with the the character Mm -hmm. uh, that he created on the Cosby Show. Like like you said, it's a show. Like I don't feel any connection towards him or it because he never gave me money or paid any of my bills or (laughs) anything. So I don't really feel that invested. I just feel like as black people, sometimes we like crucify our people and like white people, they like lift their people up and put them in the Supreme Court regardless of what they did. And I just feel like the, the playing field should be balanced and everything should be consistent. Because if he did that shit, Harvey Weinstein did that shit, Donald Trump did that shit, all of them should be in jail, not just Bill Cosby. Agreed, 100%. And also, for, like, you know, everyone else, if you have kids, if you have sons, like, teach your sons that, like, like, don't teach your daughters that boys will be boys. Like, I remember I was literally in the fifth, I was in, I was in kindergarten, a boy touched my butt, I told my mom. My mom went to that teacher told that teacher the teacher told the parent and that shit got nipped in the bud early like it's not oh i like you so i hit you or oh i like you so i'm inappropriate with you like don't teach your son that that type of shit is okay right if a girl says no if you don't you don't have permission to touch her don't touch her like don't touch nobody your kids early and then my mom always like checked on me like my first like when i first went to school she i would come home from school even as like i'm talking like preschool anybody touch you inappropriately you know what I'm saying? So my mom was able to check early. There was really no... I saw that shit. <laughs> there was really no, like... I don't know. In my household, there was no room for, like, my mom not to know. Yeah. And I just really hope that y'all open up these conversations with y'all's kids. Yeah. Teach y'all sons early that no means no. That I don't know means no. That mm-hmm. unless it's an explicit yes. Everything means no. It's a, besides yes. Yeah, Exactly. Right. Agreed. A hundred percent. But we went like all off on, all off on three different tangents, but it was great. Um, the last thing. Wait, do you have one more? Too? Mm-hmm, it's okay. uh, just uh, just touch on uh, the Serena Williams. And I'm using air quotes with its meltdown. Um, I have like so many feelings toward this, but my main feeling about the whole situation is that 
in NFL, if one of the players get upset and they slam their helmet or, or they, like, push each other, it's a very aggressive sport, you know? Mm-hmm. They're allowed to let out their frustration in the NBA. And at most, it's a fine. Yeah. They don't pull a game. They don't give a point or take a duck a point, you know what I'm saying? They're not taking away points from them. In the NBA, when... I don't want to use LeBron because LeBron is a great man. Shout out to him starting the school. But, you know, if LeBron is yelling at his teammates or, you know, getting all riled up because he's like so invested in the game, that's like, you know, it's the sport. But as soon as Serena Williams... Hold on. When white tennis players, male tennis players, take their rackets and destroy them because of a call they didn't like, when they curse out the umpire... Right. Right. What happens to them? That's that's just them, you know, playing they, the game. They the take cost it. of the game. The umpire takes it. But Serena Williams decides to, you know, stand up for herself and say, all right, she could not see her coach coaching her. Granted, her coach admitted that he was doing whatever he was doing. Yeah. But she could not see him from where she was standing. So he probably was just doing whatever he does. I don't know. So when she decided to, you know, address that, she's having a meltdown. Yeah. And that cartoon disgusting totally disgusting so disgusting like how can you even be proud of yourself as an artist yeah like that's not even art because at this point that's propaganda yeah that's totally you're just looking for a reaction yeah and to and it made naomi white with blonde hair yeah first of all she corrected everybody who said she was only japanese and was like hold on i'm haitian too yeah the girl's not even she's browner than me and i'm actually very brown i mean i'm very light but the girl is like She's not visibly white. Yeah, at all. She don't even, she's not even white at all. So yeah. to like portray her, and she was like this small, they made her like this small, docile Timid, thing. Like, the pictures of Serena next to her, the girl's taller than Serena. Yeah. It doesn't even make any sense. It basically. made zero sense. So just to translate that into our regular lives, don't feel like people, don't feel like if you speak up, you're automatically that angry black girl. Because sometimes you really have to put people in their place, even if you scare them a little bit. And I've had to do it numerous times because I think sometimes when you're extremely nice and you're like really down and I'm like really doofy and like funny and stuff like that. Well, you know, I'm kind of funny. <laughs> but sometimes people overstep the boundary. And if you don't draw the line like from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, that's when issues come up and then you become this crazy black girl, angry black girl or whatever. And you're not that. You're just setting your boundaries and yeah. you're allowed to do that. Yeah. And do I believe she, Serena would knowingly cheat? Absolutely not. I mean, granted, I'm not in her body to know myself, but she doesn't give me that type of person. Sorry, y'all. I'm so <laughs> thirsty. <laughs> I've been drinking this bottle of water, like chugging it. I'm so thirsty. But yeah. Alrighty. Uh, the affirmation. The affirmation is week is i lead with love and that's Ooh. been that's been my personal mantra for like a week or so so i wanted to share it with goddess culture yeah i love that yeah i definitely i appreciate um people who lead with love mm. no i really do because like i'm not expressive with love like mm-hmm. i don't so like when people say like oh i love you have a great day i'm just like Okay, I'll just say that to everybody today. Like, I really appreciate people like that. You know the day that I actually, this this mantra came in my head. It was that day I put in our group chat, like, everybody have a great day. Yeah, I you're that you type guys. of person. You're really, and I appreciate stuff like that. And usually I'll just like, what is she talking about? I won't respond. But now I'm like, <laughs> now I'm like, love you too. Like, you know, like, it's just makes me like, it makes me like notice. Like, I definitely appreciate it. Yeah. Every now and then. I mean, sometimes we all need, you know, a reminder 
that somebody yeah. is thinking about us, someone loves us. Because this world is tough. It's hard. Yeah, definitely. And it's easy to become hard because of it. Absolutely. All right. The Unbossed this week is Montclair Book Center. Now, I'm only bringing them up because I have, like, every single time one of my friends comes to my house, I make sure that they we go to the bookstore at least once. And it's gone to the point now where, like... I took you to the bookstore. What? What? Montclair Bookstore. You we went together the first we, time. I know, we did. But, like, now when people come over, I'll be like, have I taken you to the bookstore? <laughs> and people are like, yes, we've been in there. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So, it's so... So, obviously, there's things like Barnes & Nobles and, like, Amazon Books and stuff like that, which are great because they're convenient and they're everywhere. But this is, like, a, like, literally, like, town bookstore. Yeah. Oh, it smells like old books in there. It's huge. It's ginormous. There's an upstairs, downstairs. There's a back. There's a side. You can't yeah. even tell from, like, looking in. Yeah, it's really narrow going in but it goes far back like yeah. really deep and i like literally bought like like maybe a month ago i bought five books for 25 dollars like some some of the books are regular price well regular price right. minus I, say, I didn't see no five for 25 yeah it wasn't like a deal but i bought like a book that was like 4.97 another oh, book that okay, was like six yeah, bucks yeah. um but um so yeah like you can buy new books which they discount like a few pennies because it's a book reseller I guess but they're brand new but then there are also books who are older that you can buy from like four dollars up or 375 up which is amazing the books are diverse too like in their window they always have like diverse kids books or diverse like authors um so I promote them which I think is amazing um but yeah support your local bookstore if you're in the North Jersey area Montclair Bloomfield Glen Ridge um bergen county yeah all of that it's on bloomfield avenue right in the heart of montclair yeah and it's really dope um also people sleep on libraries yeah i mean i owe my library some money right now so that's the kind of beef that i'm dealing with (laughs) but if you don't owe your library money make a library card go to the library rent out a book like it's free yeah and your library like depending on how big your town is they have like really cool events Mm -hmm. and most of them are you know they need people to yeah. support them for them to stay around like when i was younger i used to spend my days in borders mm-hmm. i don't know if even know if borders is still around i'm not sure borders uh like before barnes and nobles well before barnes and nobles was in the hood borders was in the hood yeah and the library and the school library like these are all things that were fundamental and resources like yeah. granted i'm not mature enough for libraries anymore when i was younger i used to go to my libraries all the time because my grandpa my grandmother was responsible for returning the books now i'm not responsible enough to return books however it's a good place to like i still read there like yeah. i'll you know take my book and go sit there do some work or whatever um but yeah there's such resources so you can't say i'm too broke for a for a library they don't even charge you right and most libraries now they don't make you they don't like to when you have like late books they make you like read read it off like read your fine off like you don't even have to pay them most of them now oh wow well they need to take off my charges (laughs) because i don't know where that movie went but it's missing when did you rent a movie exactly (laughs) exactly girl i have a book still checked out from fifth grade so yeah yeah See, we both got issues, we but really if do. you don't have issues, then you But that's go. why we go to local bookstores. <laughs> that's how we <laughs> right. make ourselves feel better that's about why we buy our going own to libraries. <laughs> Definitely. Exactly. Uh, All right. Okay. So the goddess talk today. Mm-hmm. We're talking about being imperfect in a, this is another air quote moment, perfect world. So imperfectly perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, first we had our first goddess getaway yeah so for those of you who do not know or were sleeping on us 
We held our first wellness trip to Santa Barbara. Uh, it was August 23rd to the 27th, and it was impeccable. It was. Um, first of all, I don't think anybody, unless you try this yourself, understands what it's like to travel, like organize a trip and travel with people that you don't know. And not that it's not the traveling with people that you don't know part that's hard. No. Nope. It's organizing it for people that you don't know that's hard. Because mm-hmm. you don't know, like, how people are going to react when they see, like, the accommodations and, like, yeah. if people are going to show up on time because you don't know them to know their habits yet. Yeah. Um, it's that we, like, gave this huge expectation of what it's going to be and, like, will we meet that and will people like it and will people yeah. participate? So it's, like, a lot of, like, energy that you put out to, like, make this thing happen. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I agree. It was very... It was a lot of work. So don't, don't sleep on the person who plans the trips, okay? Because... They're a lot of work and it took a lot of time and a lot of you have to be a certain type of person to be able to host something. First mm-hmm. of all, let me just start there. If, even if you're hosting a, a open house, a housewarming, you're having people over like you have to have a certain type of personality and you have to remember that, you know, all these people are coming together under one purpose, but they're all going to come with their own different type of baggage. Mm-hmm. So one person may be like a little more reserved and one person may be a little more outspoken. And some people jokes won't other people won't get because they kind of know knew each other before. Like there's a whole bunch of things you have to be so aware of and you have to be like on top of it. Mm-hmm. Like you have to. You have to literally, like... Like, the first day, we had to, like, get everybody to, like, hang out and get together and, like, become friends almost because we're living in a house together and we wanted everybody to, like, you know, feel the vibe. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun. It was. We drank a lot of alcohol, <laughs> which was probably good or bad. I'm not sure, depending on if you drink or not. But it was, like, a dope... It was, like, everything I could imagine, mm-hmm. plus more, like... A dream yeah i couldn't believe that i mean i could believe but it's like also like damn we are the people who put this together i know it's like coming to that realization that like we didn't come like someone else didn't put this together and we showed up like we're the, actually the ones who did it and it's crazy because like i was telling jordan i actually like stayed in california a little bit longer after the trip but i was like wow i should have did my my cali vacation first and then you know went to the wellness trip because i thought it was going to be like so like relaxing right but it was like i was working yeah for us it was work it was like a job like i didn't sleep in late like i was up early no shanice woke up at like 6 30 and because she couldn't sleep she'll wake me up like yeah. hey get up talk to me like, like let's talk because <laughs> i have a lot on my mind like and then like jordan and i like we've never like like we hang out all the time but like we always go home you know so now we're living together for five days. And, like, we had our first mini argument. But we didn't even <laughs> argue. I was just quiet the whole time. <laughs> and, she, and she was talking. I was just like, this bitch in my head. And I didn't say anything. And then afterwards, I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I can't even, we can't even argue properly. Then we cuddled and it was fine. But just to, just to go back to, like, our topic, like, everything goes, looks perfect. I was going to say that fed right into yeah. what the topic was. That, like... Everything looked like we wanted everything to be perfect so badly. Like it was causing like mental breakdowns, <laughs> like so badly. But like on the inside to us, it looked like it was crazy because we're both like texting each other, like 
pushing plans, like switching things on itinerary. But on the outside, to everyone who was there, like they had no idea. Yeah, I mean, people had fun. Yeah, people yeah. had a great time. It's almost like, like and I, it's funny that you say that because it's like life is like a duck. <laughs> and follow me for, here. Follow me. I'm following you. On top, you know, they're on the water. They just look like they're gliding. You know, right? Okay. Underneath the shit is like flopping Ooh, and, okay. and, and kicking and stuff like that. It's crazy. That's true. It's crazy underneath the water, but people would have no idea because they see the duck just like. Yeah, you know, that's really what the gliding on the water. That's what it was. That's what it was. That's really what it was. Yeah. It's a blessing though. Yeah. Because I mean, we're so blessed I've been able to do that. Yeah. You know? We're a year so and a year and ten months ago, it was a dream. Yeah. It was just a, just an idea. Yeah. And then like it hatched into like a, a whole vibe. And yeah. we had like really good moments, like great conversations, like mm-hmm. really good self-care tips and wellness experiences and like yeah. life experiences because we had people who came from Arizona, people came from Florida, Maryland. New York, Maryland. Like, we had people from everywhere, and it was, like, all different walks of life. Like, no one person was the same. Yeah. We had people who were, like, parents. Yeah. Some people who, like, aren't, like me, who, are like, aren't even thinking about kids right now. Right. We had, like, people who were still in college, and, like, it was just, like, a mixture of everything. And everyone just, like, got along and bonded so well, like... I feel like we we set a really good tone and like platform for like what we who we are and we we try not to and you know we try not to come off as like anything that we're not Mm -hmm. so the person you hear on this mic is the same person you're gonna meet yeah and it's the same person that like people see when they hang out with us like these are the we're like consistently the same and I feel like people who listened to the podcast and you know came on the trip and they saw that yeah. and that automatically made them feel so comfortable and this is why we're able to do a second trip yeah oh my gosh we have like two spots left yeah that's insane two spots left for puerto rico that's um, insane yeah it's gonna be late january 31st february 4th yo y'all think it's cool now y'all complaining about this this breeze now yeah until we're in the height of winter oh yeah don't hit us up in december like um y'all still got y'all spots still open. <laughs> <laughs> right i mean you can still hit us up but we, you know we'll still try to make it work for you but join now like you know it's yeah. gonna be a really good vibe and we learned a lot from our mistakes in um cali california which aren't really like bad mistakes i think that we it's like ways to move differently ways to move differently we definitely um want to spread things out Mm -hmm. do like a lot more relaxing yeah not pack it in too much yeah but still let people feel like they get their money's worth exactly you know, like California was like all we're always on go. If we weren't yeah. like out somewhere, we were doing some of that at the house, which was nice. But you know, this time around, we wanted to be like a little bit more chill. Definitely. So we like spread out the activities that we have planned. Yeah. There's more time for people to like kind of you know wander off and do what they want to do. Right. Because really, Puerto Rico is that kind of place. Yeah, it like, really is. It's easy to get around. It's there's Ubers. always food. There's always drinks. There's always like yes. a beach is right there. They don't kick you off the beach at, at night. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's gonna be dope. I'm yeah. excited. I'm really. I feel really blessed. I'm like humbled. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like the train doesn't stop, and I appreciate that about what we're doing. Like as soon as as soon as we finish something, we pick up for something else. Like, like we're already planning number three. Exactly. It's a blessing to be able to have that leverage to be able to do so. And shout out to Alicia. Alicia oh at Better World Tours. Like we would not have this have done this had it not been for her. She's like amazing. Yeah. Super amazing. We actually have to send her something. Yeah, I know. Definitely. So it's gonna be dope. 
it's gonna be dope don't sleep on us don't sleep on us and join the trip like come on yeah and if you and have any payment plans payment plans you don't gotta pay the whole thing up front like, yeah we, we work with people you yeah. know what I'm and saying? you know most wellness trips wellness trips start at like the three thousand dollar range we're so much below the three thousand dollar range yeah we're at like 1200 and this trip right now is 1050 yeah puerto rico is one thousand dollars <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm tired. It is $1,050. Yes. <laughs> yes. You looked at me for the answer. I'm like, I hope she gets it because Lord knows I ain't Google my numbers. It is $1,050, yeah. the total. So, yeah, but this one doesn't include airfare. So, you only have because to, people are traveling from everywhere. So yeah. It's a little harder for us to organize flights. But from flights to Puerto Rico are like $200. Yeah. When so, I went uh, like last two Octobers ago, we got fights round trip like 250 235 exactly. 235 it was 235 exactly so you could get a good flight just try to aim to land around four o'clock and you know the the why am i giving the whole itinerary as if everyone's <laughs> booked okay i'll take that back so if you do decide to book or if, if you're feeling questions. a little if you're feeling a little nervous or you're like i want to go but like i'm nervous i don't know if i'm gonna meet people or like you know i'm just nervous to go by myself yeah like DM us. Yeah. Like we have people who literally traveled by themselves. Yeah. Like we had some folks who did not come as a friend. Yeah. And they made friends there. And you make friends, and basically we're already friends because you listen to us. Yeah. So at that point, you got two friends. Exactly. And like I'm pretty fun, and Jordan's pretty fun too. Yeah, so it's gonna be so us much together fun. Together is just like a ball of fun. And you know, like they like a to drink ball. down there. Oh yeah, we're gonna party yeah all the time yeah, yeah we have a whole fun. house to ourselves like and a pool yeah, like a pool i'm gonna be i don't think y'all understand if we're not <laughs> in a if we're not in a activity if you want to talk to me you got to come in the water yeah like i'm gonna either be at the beach or in the pool and bring a cocktail yeah let's have a good time <laughs> but okay. yeah so back to the topic <laughs> but yeah it kind of all meshes together yeah um i feel like i guess we could kind of start here i feel like with social media mm-hmm. A lot of we see a lot of people, you know, in places that we would like to aspire to become or Listen, do. This is your quarterly reminder. Social media is a highlight reel. It is an illusion. Social media is you're just seeing the perspective what the person wants you to see. Mm-hmm. You don't see what goes on behind the scenes. You know, what just like to get there. What her duck analogy? Yeah, it was a great analogy. Thanks. You don't see the the paddling under the water. Like you don't see what it's taking or how long it took to do what they wanted to do and a great example of this in my opinion is tiffany haddish mm-hmm. like the whole cat williams situation we were yeah. talking about earlier um basically cat williams discredited tiffany for everything she's ever done by saying that she didn't deserve a uh, emmy what was the whatever award? the award was yeah they were giving out <laughs> some some award and he said that they she didn't he didn't believe that she deserved it Based off of, you know, comparing her to, like, a Monique or something like that. Yeah. I'm saying she got famous because she married a white man. Right. Or because she um, was in a movie and didn't even write her own lines. Yeah. So, it was a lot he said. It was an interview, if you want to look it up. But Tiffany's story is, like, crazy. Like, crazy. Apparently, she's been doing this for years. Yeah. Like, years. A whole bunch of years. And not only that, but, like, this woman was homeless she was let's take it back to childhood her father tried to kill her mom her mom got gravely ill the girl was in and out of foster care yeah homeless so much stuff and now she's freaking friends with will smith and jada pinkett smith 
Like yeah. it, that type of stuff doesn't happen because they saw, you know, someone saw her and was like, ooh, put her in the movie. It happened because this girl has honed her craft. Yeah. She spent days going doing sets at nightclubs and sleeping in her car afterwards. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that type of stuff doesn't just happen for people who want to be famous real quick. If that right. was the case, I mean, God's culture would have been completely listen, on a whole nother level by now. Listen. If all I had to do is be like, mm, want to be rich. Right. And I feel like sometimes people, or maybe maybe it's just society right now where everyone wants everything on demand. Yeah. Like, you want immediate success. Like, in what dimension does anyone receive immediate success? Mm-hmm. Like, not to say you have to struggle. You don't have to struggle. Like, some things do come easier to some certain people. But you have to go through something. Like, yeah. Or you have to do the work. Even yeah. if the work doesn't require you, like, Breaking being broke back. and being in foster care and stuff like that. Like, there's still a level of work that has to be done so that you can prove your worth so that people want to give you what you get. You know? Right. Like, how would you even feel successful if you really didn't put in the effort? Yeah. Like, and this is where it becomes, like, iffy. Because there was, um, this is kind of controversial, actually, controversial. But um, Kylie Jenner was named a billionaire in Forbes. Oh, yeah, self-made. Self, a self-made billionaire. So that's, that's interesting because I wouldn't consider her a self-made billionaire. I would consider her a billionaire and a very successful entrepreneur. But mm-hmm. Who capitalized on the resources that her family had. Right, who capitalized, exactly. So was I her did, mom self-made? Would you say her mom was self-made? Um, no, I wouldn't. I feel like anyone, I feel like, I feel like, no, I don't feel like she was self-made. I feel like she created a great empire. Like she was able to get all her kids in the business, but you're, you know, she had money. She was never like poor. Mm -hmm. She never had to struggle to build capital like Mm -hmm. this. This like she kind of fell into the job mm-hmm. almost, but I don't feel like she went went from the bottom to the top. Like the house they're living in is probably still the same house they've always been living in. They've always been rich. Before Bruce was a a, a woman, he, he was, was an Olympic athlete. Like and before he was she on the was with Bruce, box. but she was with uh, Robert Kardashian, yeah. the a lawyer. lawyer. Like a did she know how? Did she know how to like secure the bag and flip it a couple yeah, times? Yeah, she absolutely. flipped it, and she absolutely. But she's business savvy as fuck. I wish yeah. she would teach me some stuff. Yeah, but self made. Like, come on. When you had no handout. Yeah. When you on. had no, you had no small loan of a million dollars to get started. Yeah, like, a small loan, Donald Trump. That's a good one. But yeah, I, I just, I don't think she's a self made billionaire. Agreed. I don't. But I mean, to each his own. It's a little controversial. A million dollar. I mean, a billionaire is a billionaire. Right. Self made is just the part that's a little iffy. But the point we're trying to make here is, like, your what you what people see on Instagram. The shit looks cool, right? It looks cool, but we don't know what it took for someone to get there, and that's why the journey is appreciated so much more. When, you know, people are, like, open about how they got there because they were like, damn, okay, if I want what she has, I know I'm not just going to post some some YouTube videos real quick and make it, right? Yeah. I'm going to have to solicit to the right people. I'm going to have to go to the conferences and make sure my card is in people's hands. I'm going to have to, you know, work 30 hours overtime so I could pay for this camera that's going to, you know, take the quality of video that I need for people to see. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's not just getting the camera and then, boom, my videos are popping. It's like, what do I have to do to get that money, though? 
and, th- and that's also the difference between people who are like really passionate about something and like people who just want to be famous yeah because jordan and i for episode one i think we had like 400 views like it was crazy like people really like watch listen to it i mm-hmm. guess because it was a new thing like podcasting was like still like new ish and you know people really supported us but after episode one we was at like 35 views at, oh my god first of all i was, was like, like what happened because <laughs> like honestly in the first day we dead ass had like 350 views yeah and i'm like we don't even know 350 people so exactly. who's listening to this and then like by episode four like three we're, it was like episode two was like okay 100 views fine okay episode three was like 30 views yeah four was like 14 views yeah. we're like okay where did everybody go yeah like and instead of because we could have easily decided all right this is not for us yeah we could have quit like we didn't we didn't do a good job on that yeah we decided that you know we need to look at our plan like our business plan and kind of come up with a structure and that's when we started to structure our episodes and that's when we decided like we need to finish our thoughts because we would just talk and just yeah talk like we're talking with our friends and we had to really create like a, a business plan for this because we cared that much and like, we didn't care that it was 14 people listening like yeah that was the least of our issues we were we gonna didn't keep care. on making the best episodes we could for those 14 people yeah like, like they was about to get the best <laughs> lineup the best episode description the best goddess talk everything the best like mm-hmm. it didn't matter because we were that passionate and like when you find something that you're that passionate about like you can't you can't let yourself get distracted by things that you know society puts in place like oh you need to have 150 views to even get a I mean, 150,000 views to even get a commercial or an ad at the beginning of your podcast. Exactly. They set the standard to what their, like, what their levels are, where, you know, you have to set your own standards. Yeah. 14 viewers didn't bother us. Yeah. I mean, and, and, I, and we get it, though, because we know it's like those 14 people are probably not going to buy whatever the ad was that we were, you know, thing we were trying to sell through the ad. But the point is we, t- like, chose not to stop just because our numbers weren't there yet. And here we are now tapping on almost 12,000 listens. You know what I'm saying? Like, we kept it going, even though it was hard. Yeah. And like we, I don't know. I just, I, the overarching thing here is that you don't see, let what you see on Instagram be the end all be all to your success. We was following the read. We we're following the friend zone. We we're following all these podcasts that were lit, all these viewers, all these comments, you know, people interacting with it. And we didn't know what it took to get there. Mm-hmm. So we couldn't compare ourselves it wasn't apples to apples if we compared ourselves, you know? It's it's actually still not apples to apples, but we created our own standard of success. Yeah. Like, we applaud the little things, and we applaud them each step of the way. Like, yeah. we applaud when we got to 300 views, when we got to 400 views, mm-hmm. we consider those all major accomplishments. Yeah. So creating your own path for things and your own measurement is important yeah because therefore you don't skip over these significant moments and then when you look back and you tell your story like when we tell our story y'all when um iyama wants to sit down <laughs> because i got a lot to say to her listen our story is to be sold not to be told baby listen, y'all, we gonna get some money off that. <laughs> listen god culture meets oprah like okay. come on but 
Like when we talk about things that we've been through and like behind the scenes things that we deal with personally and like publicly, like on mm-hmm. the podcast and with each other, like yeah. these are our this is our real life. Yeah, like, that's this why it's like, not a game. We say quite often, like when we come back, like let's say it was two weeks in between the last time we put an episode out, we say stuff like, Yeah, y'all, life got real. Because we don't want y'all to think, you know, we out here playing around just because we're not posting an episode. Like, no, things aren't always sweet. And no. sometimes we have to choose to take a step back so that we can come back you know at 100 yeah. percent there are days when we come like Shanisa come over here and we're just not feeling it and we can't yeah. get an episode out that's because we're whatever headspace we're in isn't it yeah you know what i'm saying and no we're not gonna we're not gonna create an episode so that y'all get a shitty product but at the same time you know what i'm saying we we don't want we, we don't want y'all to get a bad have a bad experience but we also like need to honor where we are Absolutely. it's not good sometimes it's just not good and it's, that's just that not. Yeah. And that, and that's very true. And even like starting up this season, like I'm I'm taking three classes now. So I'm in school Monday through Friday. And usually we used to film on Mondays because mm-hmm. I would be off. So now we can only really film on the weekends. So that makes things even harder because real life happens on the weekends. I mean, that's where we have time to do the stuff we couldn't do Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday. Yeah. And Jordan works Monday through Friday. So her weekends, you know, that's her time. Like she needs to, you know, do her whatever she has to do with her life too. So, you know, I we have to compromise a lot. And it's a lot of scheduling, it's a lot of planning. It's a lot it's it's so like imperfect. Yeah. <laughs> it's not perfect at all, but it may look perfect because, you know, we're always on our page and we yeah. always have different posts and we're taking pictures here and there and doing different things but we are tired yeah someone sent us like a, like a drink like a bottle of wine like hey y'all right do we need to make a peel box yeah do we need a peel box <laughs> we, we accept gifts. <laughs> we accept gifts. did we mention that in episode one <laughs> i don't think so i think it's never too late it is never too late <laughs> but yeah so we just yeah. want to highlight that yeah. that if you're feeling, you know, you're feeling like you should be perfect, you're feeling pressure to be perfect, don't. Yeah. It's not yeah. realistic. We're created in God's image and and that image was not a perfect person. The only thing that's perfect is him. Amen. All right. Oh my god, I missed you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I miss talking. Me too. Like, my mouth is just, like, so happy to be, like, talking on this podcast. Agreed. This is, like, amazing. It feels good. Yeah. But um, the fresh face. So, currently, I'm using a cleanser and exfoliator from Kiehl's. I'm obsessed with Kiehl's. I love, love, love Kiehl's. And I love all their little samples. I love everything. You guys know I'm a sample psycho. I get a sample of everything, as many samples as I can get at Sephora, at Kiehl's, whatever, because I like to try everything. But I'm also like a buyer, so I'll go back and buy it. So I went back and I, well, I actually just bought this one from the beginning. But I remember I told you guys about the oil from Kiehl's, the the midnight oil. Mm -hmm. Obsessed. They have a a day one now. So I got a sample of that and I got the Kiehl's exfoliating and brightening uh, face wash because I was sensing that. I, I wash my face three times a day, right? In the morning, when I get home, and then when I get in the shower. Mm-hmm. Like, the one in the shower is just, you know, I'm already in the shower. You might as well wash your face again. But 
like once I get home from like work or whatever, I'll wash my face. And I just felt like I was using like the same thing and it wasn't really doing, I was just, just doing that, just washing my face. Mm-hmm. And I needed more of like something with like a bead or like a gel or like a scrub to like, you know, get in there, get in there. So I use this one in the morning and the night only, but it's like phenomenal. It gives me like a, a fresh face look. And then I throw the oil on top of that. And it's like a chocolate, chocolate, <laughs> a chocolate covered something. Like I just look like really chocolatey and I just love like it. Like fresh and yeah. yeah, glowing. It's beautiful. Yeah. And I appreciate it so What's much. It called? It's called the Kiehl's Exfoliating and Brightening Face Wash. Mm. It's in a tall white like tubish bottle and it's like oh the one you had in california yeah okay yeah you the tried it Deanna was using yeah <laughs> girl that was our face You're like uh right Deanna's definitely still using <laughs> but it's fine yeah because it's really that great yeah. so sharing I the recommend gospel. it sharing it with the people absolutely what did you do for self-care what have you been doing i really i really haven't done anything i think school has actually taken over my entire that's life that's real and I'm like on the brink of depression. not having an answer is real. Yeah, you know we are. That's we don't truth. always. We're not always like the best at self care. No, we're I not. I feel that. So y'all do? keep her in your prayers. <laughs> I can't imagine being a school Please. right now. I need to do something today for me. Yeah, we can get dessert. Um, oh yeah. For self care, I decided like in the like at, in June or July to do thirty books by December thirty first. And I'm on book number eight, 19, 18, 19. Wow. I'm on book 19, yeah. So I just finished. Stella got her groove back. Oh, wow. Yeah. From based on the movie? Mm-hmm. Wow. I didn't even know there was a book based on the movie. Well, the movie's based on the book. Oh. Yeah, it was a um, Tracy, Tracy, Terry McMillan book. Wow, that's interesting. Never heard of a verse like that. Yeah. Wait, it's always the book and then the movie's based on the book. Yeah. But you said the... I said, you said, oh, it's based on the movie. I said, no, the movie's based on the book. Oh, that's what I meant. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wrong. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, but it's good. I'm I'm actually rereading a book that I really like. It's called Incendiary by Chris Cleave. It's about this lady whose husband and son are blown up by a bomb dropped by Osama bin Laden's people in England. It's not based on a true story, but it was written around, like, you know, that time. 9-11 and, like, the whole war right. on terror shit. Mm. But yeah, it's really good. It sounds yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Reading my life away. Uh, well, in train and <laughs> on my lunch breaks. And that's powerful. Reading yeah. is fundamental. It is. And I love it. Yeah. I chose that because I always go through these periods where I read, 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 and I won't read for like half a year. Right. So I'm trying to stop <laughs> myself from like binge reading and then being like, oh, read four books, don't need to read again. Yeah. That's me with journaling. Like I'm such uh, a, uh, like a binge journaler yeah i just go hard like for six months and then i'm like yeah my life's going great yeah everything's working out here (laughs) everything's all right over here but yeah um just some updates um we're definitely planning to do like an event in new jersey it's crazy how we have not had an event here (laughs) yeah we live here and had events other places right so we will be hosting our own event very soon please bear with us this semester is gonna be rough yeah but I think probably March will be like our first like big event because we need something that's here that'll be yearly. Yeah. So besides our summer Fridays, because yeah. that only lasts for a couple of months. So yeah, and we need something like 
different. Mm-hmm. We're not trying to be like everybody's doing a brunch sips, so you know, yeah, meeting for meeting for drinks now. So we're trying to Do diversify. Oh, I just got a great idea. Don't say it out loud because okay. you know, oof. <laughs> you're right. You're right. We'll keep the greatness for when it's ready. We will cook it up first. Okay. All right, y'all. It's we been almost y'all. an hour. I know. This is like we gave y'all a treat. We sure did. I mean, we say that we, then we. Hour is our standard now. We oh, used yeah. to have thirty minute episodes. We have a lot more to talk about. Yeah. Also, we will be doing bi weekly episodes for a short period of time. Yeah. I know it sucks. No. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta do. What we gotta do. Like. Right. But, but in I'm the like, meantime, we'll keep the content going. Yeah. Obviously. And the conversation will still be flowing. And we someone did bring up like a day retreat, a day yeah. wellness retreat. So we want to look into that before the year is over too. Yeah. Something really cute for everyone locally who can't like come abroad. Yeah. So yeah, we're super excited. And yeah, that's a wrap. It is. <laughs>